Hey guys, welcome back to episode seven of the Tampa Catholic Podcast. Uh, I'm going to have everyone introduce themselves who are in the room. All right, I'm Xavier Porter, and I'm the co-host of the Between the Lines Podcast. I'm Jonas Baye. I'm a senior at Tampa Catholic, playing for the boys' soccer team. I'm Trent Charbonneau, senior at Tampa Catholic, playing for the boys' soccer team as goalie. Quite well, for now. <laughs> for now. I'm for hoping, now. I'm yeah. hoping something yeah. goes back. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll change in December. So but. that actually led to my – I see exactly. I, was, I didn't even know this question was going to come out of my mouth. What positions do you guys play normally? Because I know Ethan, our, our starting keeper, tore his ligament. Yes, yeah, ligament for like four, yeah. four weeks. What position do you guys normally play? Uh, me, normally, I'm like an attacking midfielder. But, I mean, I played – I think I played every single position on the field last year except for goalie. Okay. So, yeah, it just goes around. I play normally on defense, but I played everything last year. And now I am playing goalie. So, okay. every position across the board. Goalie. Um, so, this was going to be my first question. Are we good? This year? Right yeah. now, Trent. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, um, compared to last year, if you want to compare those two teams, we're pre- there's a big downgrade. Big downgrade. Because, because of the seniors that because left? Because of the seniors that left. And the junior class is not that great. We already knew that from last year. So, but we're kind of, so we're kind of relying on the senior and the sophomore class. And we have some really good freshmen actually, who are probably going to start this year, which sounds kind of crazy, but there's like two freshmen that will probably start and play a lot of minutes on the team this year. Cause they're actually like really good. So, um, but in terms of the people we lost, like we took a big hit losing like, you know, Dylan and Santi and Seba. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Trent would say, but I, mean- I feel like. Being here four years, usually every year when you come up, the juniors and the sophomores take a big role once the senior class leaves. But this year it seems like, I wouldn't call it a rebuilding year because people always leave, but the freshmen, the sophomore coming up, those classes are much more promising than this junior class. Not to age myself, but my freshman year, um, we had Coach McCarron's son, Brendan McCarron, and he was a senior. And we went 19, 19 and one with like two ties. Then we had 13 seniors and my freshman class. And then all of a sudden when they left, my sophomore and junior year were rebuilding. Because yeah. once Brendan McCarron and that group left, because we had a kid named Drew Buckley, who I don't want to compare him to. Who was the Gatorade player of the year a few years ago? I don't want to compare him to him, but he had, I think, 35 goals his senior year. So he was just unbelievable. And when we lost them, it was crazy. Yeah. Um. So – that actually brings me into – I kept hearing about this academy player that was supposed to play for you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is he and why is he not playing? Malik. Yeah, Malik. So the issue that we ran into, even Marcelo, the Gatorade Player of the Year, faced it. When you're playing at either DA, but it's now MLS Next, you sign a contract that means you can't play any outside sports. So high school soccer is considered an outside sport. So – when you're locked in that contract, you're not allowed to go outside and play on the high school teams. So he's not allowed to. And usually a player would just break this, but he's under some special contract with TBU where he can't just leave. He's bound to yeah. the club. They're basically telling him it's kind of a messed up scenario. They basically told him, like, if you want to leave, the only way you leave is if you pay the entire year's fees at that moment. Do you know how much that is? For MLS Next, it's like over five thousand dollars yeah oh my god so yeah because right they away. i mean they travel they'll go up to georgia like every single weekend over to miami every single weekend they'll go up to new york california 
Like, so that's th- those fees are just crazy. Just being part of that league, the fees are crazy. Is he a senior? So, no, oh, he's no, a junior. Oh, so, we, so we could potentially have had this kid for two years. Yeah, yeah. Well, the hope is that the coaches like Coach Eckley and Coach McCarron, they're hoping that um, next year he'll switch team. Like, over the summer, they're hoping that he'll leave the MLS next team and go to uh, like a ECNL team, which allows you to play high school, which is what we were hoping would have happened over the summer, but it didn't said you know he stayed on that team and then by the time we tried he was trying to like figure it out it was too late and how many get goals do you think he would have scored projected he would have been the highest goal scorer like for sure 20 25 okay he's that good yeah and he would yeah. add such a different dynamic his speed and what i've seen his shot is just lethal so for yeah. everyone listening and even x right here next to me is looking surprised i'd say a good striker in the high school level has 10 a very above average has 20, 25. Yeah. And then you're just a, a freak if you're getting above 30. Yeah. So for them saying 25 is that would be like a professional quarterback throwing about 40 touchdown passes. What? I would Whoa. say that. Yeah. And, that's, and then, like, you know, sometimes there's a rare year where like Patrick Mahomes throws over 50. Yeah. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about 40. That's what that's the number that they just gave. So wow. I think the one thing that's been separating us from so the year before I came, went to a state championship, and they lost. And they had this great striker, Tony Watson. And then the next year, we won the state championship my freshman year. Marcelo was our striker. We haven't had a prolific striker like that since. Yeah, I feel like that's what's making us just in the middle of the run team right now. Yeah, I mean, even, even last year. I mean, last year was my first year here, so I can't really speak on the teams before. But even last year, we didn't have like a – like a prolific goal scorer. Yeah, I mean, Dylan, yeah. he Dylan was our highest goal scorer, but he's a midfielder. Only, yeah, Sometimes he's like defense. Yeah, he's yeah. not even a striker. And it was, I think it was only like 13, probably. Yeah, most of them which, came off as set piece headers. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it's not like we're running down a team and just hawking goals yeah. all the time. No. I don't think we had a game where we won by more than like three or four. We weren't last dominating. Year. Yeah, we didn't dominate yeah. a single game last year. That's, that's been really tough on me because. Mentally, as I come in on a freshman, I'm on varsity. It's great. And then we're really hammering teams. We put down a team 8-1 in the state semifinal. That's crazy. And then these next, the last two years, I haven't, we haven't beat a team by more than four goals in a two-year stretch. Take, that does take a toll on you mentally. Yes. Because but you guys still went to the regional final last year. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, last year was an interesting year because we- It was a heartbreaker for sure. We, yeah, we started off, like on paper, our team like could have won the state championship. Like we had, we were stacked last year mm-hmm. in terms of like like individuals. We just couldn't get our chemistry figured out until, one of the, I mean, it wasn't until like playoffs, like right before How playoffs. Many, we've done like seven episodes of this. Yeah. How many of these kids say this? Yeah. It's, volleyball, it's, football. It's, that's all it is. Every dog. single sport, that's every single kid it. keeps on, telling me chemistry, chemistry, I, I, chemistry. I promise you, on paper, like it, it looks like TC should win the state championship in all sports, even football, even football. Like yeah. we're we're figuring out our chemistry right now as we're speaking. Yeah. So, like the difference, I would say football to soccer mainly is soccer. It's hard to get kids in early. You guys have summer workouts. You do all that. You're with each other a lot more during the summer, during early fall. And then even after the season is spring, we're playing club. Yeah. We 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 don't have the availability to come in and work as it's a more team. More like volleyball. Right. We yeah. have what is it? I think we got the tryouts last week. Yeah. And then we're I'm playing, playing we're playing club. tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, that's crazy. So Jonas, you're relatively new to soccer training. You've been here four years. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be four years. How would you if someone was new to Tampa, 
which Jonas, you might, I don't know if you were new to Tampa, but like you were new I to was, school. Yeah. How would you describe TC soccer? And I'm not talking about this year, but over the last 10 years, I think you've made it to the state semis five times. So like, how would you describe TC soccer? Like in just a, a brand new kid who just moved here from Ohio and you're not recruiting him. You're just like, oh, you want to know about TC soccer? This is how I'm going to explain it to you. Either one. Just yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I can actually speak on that because I came from New Hampshire. So and last year when I came in here, I remember it was just it's just a completely different environment um, because, you know, being up in like New Hampshire, like the high school soccer, it's it's not taken as like seriously. And the teams are definitely not as good. Like, I mean, there I had probably like two teammates that actually played club soccer. I don't even yeah. think that like maybe one. And so it was just was not that it was probably like a JV team to a team down here. And coming down to TC, I remember thinking like, I was like, this is like, it feels like I'm playing on a club team. Okay. That's a, like, that's how it felt like to me when I first got here. And I remember like the games, like, I mean, it would be like, everybody's giving it all. Like it was, it was like serious. Like it felt like everybody really wanted to like come together as a team and like actually like try and do something. And it wasn't just like, oh, high school seasons just to kind of have fun. Like it wasn't like that. It was like, everybody really took it seriously. And it felt like it was like a really big deal to everybody. So that's, I really like that. That was, that's why I loved high school season last year. Cause it was just, it was a big step up from what I had experienced previously. So. How to describe TC soccer. I would say we're like an independent college football. We're a smaller school. Like a Notre Dame. Right. But we go out and we play huge schools. I think last year, last year we didn't even play a team below 3A. I think we played only 3A teams in our district tampa prep berkeley right so we're going out and we're playing these big seven a's these six a's all the time so we're facing competition head on we're not taking an easy road on the schedule mm-hmm. just to try and prepare and really tc we're in a tough spot because our district is good all the time if it's not us it's prep it's berkeley like uh, the year after we won states prep went undefeated and we're national champions so it's it, we're just always playing the toughest competition around. Yeah. Yeah. So, so C, so TC was ranked um, fourth in the nation, right? At one point. Yeah, it was bogus. Oh wow! It was complete. We'll they they don't even hand <laughs> they don't even hand pick for that. It's we'll not like it. football rankings. We beat the number two team in the nation four zero that year. Mm. It was a complete wipe. We should have been national champions. Yeah, but. And then Prep was number one that next year in the nation too, right? Yeah. So you throw Jesuit and Berkeley into that mix. Do you think that Tampa is like the spot for soccer in the USA? Recently. Recently has been. Because honestly, I haven't seen a Miami dominant team. Like they're doing their own thing and then they come up here and they're losing every year. If it's not us, they're losing to our team from Orlando. And then Tampa usually runs that, so. Yeah, because, like, I wrote that question because you're not even competing against Jesuit for a state championship, no. and yet I actually think, weirdly, Jesuit has an easier road. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. they don't have to – so, like, every road's difficult. The one thing I find odd about Jesuit is on our road to the state championship, we're only playing private schools. That's it. They're playing public schools, and wow. arguably public schools are not as collective, and they're all boys. So if you're playing, the reason the, there's a reason. So the reason for that. So in case 
I don't even know if everyone here knows this. They do so, the same thing in football, so I would love yeah. to go too. Okay, so yeah. we are a three-year school, so we have about 750 kids on average. We can max them out at 900, but we keep it at 750. Jesuit has 800, but because they're all boys, you have to times that by two. Right. So technically, there's a size of 1,600. It's very rare a private school has 1,600 kids. So I was talking to Mr. Lees about this with the new art center that's going up. I was like, I go, Mr. Lees, if we can fit, because potentially we're going to fit five more classrooms, I go, I, w- I wonder if we're going to get out of this 3A nightmare. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, we're 3A. So we're going to play Calvary, which unbelievable, Berkeley, Tampa Prep, uh, CCC. We're going to keep playing all these private schools, whereas Jesuit, because they're a 5A, they're going to go against these public schools, just like you said. Jefferson, Robinson, who don't put together a team. Exactly. But it's because of our size, because Jesuit's technically a school of 1,600. Right. That's how the state looks at them. So, you know, no excuses. We beat them last year in football. I'm sure we beat them the past 10 years of soccer. They beat us. But really, them being our rivals is crazy. And I say that all the time without, I like that they're our rivals. I love beating them. And when we lose them, we can work on that. And I actually think they're a great standard because, you know, just a good standard. But they should not be our rivals based on pure size. Our rivals, quote unquote, should probably be like CCC or St. B. Catholic. I would yeah. say Jesuits not even our rival in soccer. Yeah, for, not would, at all. Okay. Jonas has never played them. Yeah. He won't ever I play them. I have a question for you. Like, so I was going to ask, what's your biggest rival? Because I don't know if you guys even play Jesuit. Damn, right. We played Jesuit, I think, two, three times in the last 10 years. And yeah. I've only played them once. And this, and this is a rival. Y'all only played them. Yeah, no. I would and and the only reason we played them my freshman year was off a of coincidence. In a, a tournament, tournament, we ended up playing them in a semifinal bracket. Why do you play them more often? I've heard a lot of different things. Yeah, there's, like, that's like kind of a that's a heated. Yeah, it's like a gray section topic right now. It's uh, that goes off of they like to say the Jesuit kids like to say that we don't like to schedule them because we're scared of them. But then, and then our coaches, our coaches like to say it's because of their coaches' fault that we don't schedule. It's a big. It's kind of a lot that goes on with that. Sounds like us and CDS after we beat them two years ago. Yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> that's a weird one. But I mean, I would say our rivals. I mean, I've only been here one year, but. After last year, I would say our rivals are like Tampa Prep. You could probably throw Berkeley historically, in there too, Historically, it's definitely Berkeley. And then, yeah, but right now, Prep is our biggest, they're our biggest wall to getting anywhere this yeah. year. Prep is the, the thing that stops us this year, for sure. What makes the thing their program? Because I know, I don't, I'm sure Max Preps doesn't have it perfect, but they were ranked first in the nation two years ago. And then last year, where they go? The semis or the final? The uh, semis. Semis. So they're clearly a good program. What makes them so great? Can I, can I yeah, take this take one? Uh, the one thing, I'm not going to lie, my friend Asher Jones was the reason they didn't win states last year. Oh, and I'm not saying didn't win. I mean, no, I'm saying what makes them I'm great. I'm saying Asher Jones will make okay. them great because he was on the on that national championship winning team. He had the Gatorade Player of the Year, Santi Calzada, who's now playing in Germany. And then Asher Jones, who's a USF commit. Uh What's making them great is they play at speed and they make you play their way. And he adds this dynamic as a striker who's going to put up 30 goals mm. regardless. Is he still playing? He's he going to play this year. He came back this year. Yeah. He left MLS next. Stinks. <laughs> yeah. He was doing the same thing that Malik was doing. Yeah. Well, he and got so out he was it. locked in last year and then he went and played for ECNL program and now he's back. 
I might have get more locked into soccer now. Oh, soccer! <laughs> Soccer's great. If it's, if it's if it's getting spicy like this, I might have to get more locked into soccer. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jonas, you've been here still fairly new to the soccer program. Trent, you've been here four years, obviously. Um, how's your how's your coaching staff like? Uh, like describe Coach Kevin and Coach Sean, and Coach Andy. and Coach Andy too. Right. Um, I think they're great. I mean, they each all three of them have very different purposes and their skill sets are very different so like coach sean eckley specifically like his social media stuff that's what he runs when it comes to like uniforms game day stuff like he gets us the buses he tells us when we're having meals like all that stuff um and that's I'm, not in, the, I'm in your group chat yeah it's constant yeah it's Always. constant all the time he, he asked if i wanted to and yeah. i was like whatever he's it's on so that much. he is on that that's i mean and that's not to say that he doesn't like no soccer anything it's just that his focus is just strictly like doing all making sure all the organization stuff is good and then i'd say i coach andy i mean he he's the tactical brain him and coach kevin but especially coach andy he's got like he helps with our formations like we're in game he's coaching us like he's very good at defense particularly you Trent can kind of help with that one a bit more because i don't really play defense that much and then coach kevin just like knows high school soccer <laughs> So when it comes to, and that's, that's what you need in a head coach, someone who knows high school soccer, he knows the kind of ins and out because I mean, high school soccer is very different than club and having someone, I mean, coach Kevin has been here how long? It's 20 something years. He was now. here when I was here plus four more years. So he's been, I think he's been here 18 years. Yeah. So he, he, he is very experienced and that helps us a lot when we get to like playoffs and stuff and. Is Coach so. Karen or Coach Kevin, whatever you want to call him, does he still do his coaching style? Which for me, because I played for him for four years. Yeah. I was just like you trying it to start. It hasn't changed for four years. Well, this is what he, <laughs> it was a big game. I forgot which game it was, but it was a big game. And I was still a freshman. So I was like not used to his coaching style yet. Yeah. And he goes, he walked up to us and he goes, if you aren't excited for a game like this, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And he yep. just walked away. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's still like and that, that was his whole speech. Yeah. He's like, well, if you're not excited, then I don't, you know, you don't have a pulse. Yeah. And he just left, <laughs> yeah. which was so opposite than football. Cause I was also playing football and football will talk to you for 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then for four years he was steady. Yeah. Is, is that still the same? It, yeah. it has not changed a beat. And even since I've been here freshman year, he hasn't wavered at all. And he doesn't for anyone. Yeah, like no player will make him change. Nothing. Yeah. He is. He, who people he is. have tried. Oh yeah. <laughs> last year was. Last year was. I mean, a lot of buddy. We had a lot of arguments, especially with uh, some name seniors. I don't know if I'm allowed to name drop, but you. Yeah, let's yeah. skip it. Yeah. You <laughs> mentioned club. What's yeah. the difference between club and high school? Um, and don't just so, say better players because yeah. sometimes, like for volleyball, they're like everyone's just better. And I'm like, well, come on. Go that is detail. true, but so, yeah, more, more, a little bit more detail. Club, one way that you could describe it is if you're a 7A, everyone's supposed to be at that level comparative to high school. Like if you're playing in ECNL, everyone's an ECNL player. Yeah. You're beating out kids every week. And in a lot of clubs, like the big clubs, TBU, Floor Premier, if you're not playing up to standard, you can get dropped yeah, you're down out. to mm -hmm. a lower team. It's, yeah. And it's okay. would that take a season or mid season? No, mid, it, you it, could like you could have a weeks. bad three weeks and then and you're done. Boom, yeah. you're dropped down to a team and they're bringing up the next kid. It's a that's complete different, different. That's different than when I played a club. Right, I played at TBU and that would never. It's happen. yeah. It's at the now. end of the season, we have a new tryout. So no, they they don't really care anymore. It kind of so happens. here it's um, I you like could that. get benched for a week 
and yeah. then but then you come in and shine you don't really yeah. have those opportunities in club you have to shine all the time yeah so, so you there's gotta be, so you got to be constantly like, yeah yeah on your stuff club is there's really no room for error at all yeah. in club in high school like Trent said you can like have a bad game and like the coaches might like bench you once like put someone in front of you but it's not like that it's not ruling you you're out not being for the lower the jv yeah, yeah exactly like right. that's not gonna happen that's never gonna happen and you're also not gonna be like ruled out for the rest of the season like the coaches aren't gonna be like oh you had one bad game we're not gonna give you another chance like that happens in club like club is very ruthless. That's nowadays. crazy. That sounds like the more that's the most professional yeah. athlete know, thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I know. For you high went, school, you went through this last year. Yeah, that where I, you he was battling it and he was texting me like, "Yeah, I'm getting bench. I'm getting mad. I think I'm gonna transfer clubs." I had to switch teams because I mean, I I didn't like. I was given like a couple chances at the beginning of the year. I didn't play well. I'll say I didn't play well. And then I remember. I mean, I don't think after like November of last year, I really wasn't given another chance again. All the way until May when I switched teams. So and it'll, crazy. it'll take your yeah. heart out because you're practicing. You're practicing every single day of the week. Right. Every single day. And then of the you're week, driving you're going, to Naples, yeah. Miami, wherever yeah. it be. And yeah. then I you drove. Just watch. Yeah. It's an hour for me to practice every single night. The league, I was playing for a team that I don't even know if it's still a team. Fusion? Is that a team still? I think, I don't know. I think it might have changed into something else. Yeah. Whatever. Luckily. It was in New Tampa. I was living in West Chase. Just like you said, I'm driving an hour every day. Yeah. And I wasn't playing because it. I, at the end of the day, it's not an excuse. It's just reality. The two coaches' sons were playing in my position, which is stopper sweeper. And I was just like, okay, I did I did what you did. I, I left and went to HC, HCU, which became TBU. Right. Um, played and was the captain. So it's just crazy where one place you're not playing mm-hmm. and then another place you can be a captain. And then we play each other and yeah. TBU wins. Yep. And I remember going up for the coin toss, and the other team was shocked. They were like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm the captain of this team. Your team I couldn't start for. And yep. then we beat them. So right. it's like – it's such a weird – like yeah. soccer is such a weird sport where I think football – and X, you can say this. Like football is like – I there's, there's I think there's less politics or is there more? Like but I don't – like for football, it's like I'm bigger, I'm stronger. I'm getting like – Bigger politics. Bigger politics. <laughs> Way – bigger politics i'm i'm talking about like okay not so much for high school but for, but for professional oh it's oh, way more political that, that's that's, that's contracts yeah uh, high school high school uh, i don't know it's just would anyone not play you because you're the coach's son no no we have a there's so many no. politics especially in club soccer yeah, yeah it's like it's rough so basically if they like their team no matter how good you are breaking into that surface you would have to be like the greatest player that they've seen yeah it's once once you're out if you start out or once you get put out you're not getting back in what club team do you play for right now tampa bay united i went to team you play really just like what team do you play for floor premier who would win if your teams played each other they they have (laughs) uh it went both ways i remember last year i was on so i was on florida premier last year and we played tbu the team that i'm on now and we beat that we played them twice we won one and we lost one so it just the thing about goes both ways one thing i want to say about club and high school that's a lot different is you you guys probably don't get this in football you guys don't play club football but if we lose a game in club no big deal week goes on if you lose a game in soccer you're gonna like there's it's a lot of social dynamics the team other teams are gonna talk that's a true. lot of that stuff. High school? Yeah. yeah. High school. They're going to talk to you. Then they're going to clown you. Then it'll be on like social media and stuff. 
and that's a big thing i remember that's that's very true because and like in club it's i mean obviously there's like there's like league standings but like really the results aren't the biggest thing in club they're not even really close to being the biggest thing like it's all about recruiting and there's not really focus on like i mean the coaches will be upset if you lose a game but i think what trent's trying to say is like the rest of people will like the club as a whole will not be that upset but like at like at tc i remember last year like when we we had a rough start and when we were like losing games like everybody was talking about it like other schools would be like i would have friends on my club team and they would be like why is tc losing so many games and like everybody's like that's kind of weird aren't you guys supposed to be like really good and i'm like yeah there's, and it's, there's a there's a lot of things driving up on social media I don't yep. know if you guys know about Cinco High, yep. Cinco Soccer. It's this place over in Tampa, and they have a whole social media page. I think it has 800, 1,000 followers. Yeah. All the high school players are connected through there. We started, actually, we had a beef with Steinbrenner <laughs> my sophomore year where their players were at Cinco, and they were talking crazy about us, saying. Is this like, X? who's the football YouTuber coming this Friday? Destroying. I would, I would say, I would them? say, destroying's huge, but it's not the same. I'm just trying to think. Destroying yeah. Destroy is one of those guys who is just goes out and just tries to like give other people opportunities. No, yeah, this is way different. This, this is like yeah. a this whole is, platform where you could just go and talk Cin- crazy. Cinco pins teams against each other, it's which like, is it's like which is great. It drives it drives I up. Mean, I hate to be an adult here. Why would you? Why do you even care? It, it drives up. It drives yeah. up a lot of. Um, he said, "I hate to be an adult." Yeah. I don't <laughs> care. Who cares? It, it yeah. drives up a lot of publicity to the games. Like yeah. even we're playing Plant for the first time. I don't. I and there are yeah. in years. And they already posted, they, about they like posted our, both of our rosters. And they and said, like, made a better? poll. Who's yeah. better? And then the comments started going crazy. And Coach oh, Eckley even told even, us, "Don't even play." Yeah, we haven't even played a game yet, and they're already like comparing our rosters. And it's just Same that that's just better. what they do. Like they they enjoy that and they like Trent said, they pit teams against each other, they pit schools against each other. Okay, I take that back. So that's way more political than football. <laughs> yeah, it's and this I, is high school. This crazy. I went yeah. to the Academy volleyball game versus TC, and there were like seven hundred people there. Yeah. And I went up to their athletic director and I was like, How is this possible that seven hundred people are a volleyball game? And he explained to me this whole fundraiser idea that they started, blah blah blah. And now I'm gonna just copy it because I have no pride whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Is there an I is there an <laughs> idea that you guys could get? Because I actually wrote this down because you're talking about the plant game and how it might be where I want five hundred people from both sides at a soccer game. So that's a thousand people. That's a thousand people. For football, that's easy. But for yeah. soccer, do you guys have any ideas where like me as an athletic director could get that? Because I think if I can get that, that'd be we, fun. We gotta get more people to the soccer game. I know because like I I actually like I don't understand it as much. Maybe you, yeah. you two can help me with that. But like I I actually like kind of enjoy watching soccer. Yeah, I mean I remember last year the most people we had at a game by far was the Tampa Prep game, the regional final, and that was like that was a lot. Tampa that was Prep a lot. drags. Yeah, Tampa they, Prep drags. They don't have a football team. They take soccer very seriously. Yeah, and so they get a lot of people to go. And at Tampa Prep, you're right in the field. Yeah, because you're playing. I their, hate that. You play on their baseball field, so it's a smaller field and. There's ropes. That's it. It's the sideline and then two feet and then fans. And they're talking all games. It was the most fun game by far. Not going to lie. That was, I I love that. We requested the ropes. Yeah. Because apparently some coaches on your side were like, they go on the field. Yeah, they do. They were just. need to just get them back two feet. Yeah. 
I love that they were like talking. They <laughs> they all went on max preps, found out all our names. I remember oh, yeah. it was like that five minutes, yeah, five minutes into the game. They're like they were like saying like, "Hey Jonas, like you suck," like all this stuff. And I was like, "How do you even know who I am?" And it was just I was like, "I'm new here," Actually, but it was it was fun, man. I loved it. It was crazy. We were playing Lake Highland Prep my sophomore year, and I had a picture with a girl from homecoming posted on my instagram oh, and man. i was i was i was playing on their side near the fans and they just start chanting her name and i was like wow i was i was like like what's going on <laughs> what's going on i just start hearing it i'm like all right yeah that, that's how i mean go. it's just i remember the thing about that game was we had a lot of tc people there too and it's because green locos you know like the the green locos yeah. club they posted about it that was the only game all year that i think right got like green locos posted about us yeah and that actually brought like tc people out so i don't know really what that means like for you but i just i know once more people start seeing it like on social media that's when they'll actually go because i remember like green logos when they made that post it's when people started talking about it. i would be in class and people were like oh you're going to the game tonight and i had never heard that <laughs> throughout the whole season nobody had ever said oh you're going to the soccer game tonight like, I'll, that try wasn't, to do, I'll try to do a better job so that wasn't a thing before so i think one other thing that is actually an issue is like even during our playoff run we didn't have a lot of people out there but it made sense it was it's, it's always gonna be it was a lot of people 20 miss. degrees it yeah. was 30 to 20 i degrees. have a question for that yeah. yeah when i was playing tc soccer my worst memory were cold games i hated it we yeah. last year Dude, we like we probably yeah it's lake highland ex, prep so cold that game it was, was the crazy. worst game i've ever played i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. tell you i feel bad for them because they have like almost like nothing we have pats so yeah. like when you when you're hitting in the we cold, didn't have long sleeve jerseys. It's not yeah. yeah. So it didn't help in the late. The, the, that that was bad. I was sick that game too. You can ask it was, about it. I was, oh, it was, I was sheets and sheets of rain yeah. so bad. And then it? we had a thirty minute delay. The lights, the lights went, went off. Out. Yeah, they just uh, turned off. The lights went out, and we had to stop the game. I was. I mean, it was just it was rain. It was cold rain. I usually honestly like as a player, I like when it rains. I don't know about Trent, but like usually soccer players, like we like when it rains. Cause if it's like warm rain, as a defender, cause it, like yeah, it. it's it just makes it like more fun. But when it's cold rain, when it's cold and the wind is blowing, like that was cold, cold rain. Oh, it's it's awful. It's awful. The coldest I ever played in was Jersey thirteen degrees. Yeah, and I was like, why are we even here? Yep, this won't matter. Yeah. Then I was just, right. That's, that's what we doing. That's how you feel when you're out there. You start to think like, is this really worth all this? Like it's. I remember at halftime, I was I was sick that day too. The Lake Highland Prep game because I I like I don't even know what I had. I had some like virus. I was like in the bathroom like just like. I wasn't like puking about it. I was just like coughing a lot. And I was like, why am I doing this? I was like, what is the point? I was like, the only reason I was like, oh, it's a playoff game. I guess it matters. Yeah. But I was just, it was, that was a rough game. One I think, think you always game. have those type of like thoughts, but like you, at the, in the end, when you look back at them, like, yeah, this yeah. was fun. It gets yeah. worse because we don't have a locker room. Oh yeah. That's a big, before games. Do you have a locker room? We don't, we're not allowed to use softball locker room anymore. What are you talking about? You're, you have your locker room. The no, football locker we don't have enough time. Yeah, we never. But he's talking about like it's, we don't use the locker room at halftime. We get what 12, 12 minute half. Because if we, yeah, if we were to walk, yeah, over, you would. It mean pointless to walk. Yeah, over it would be here. walking yeah. over again in there and then walking right back out because it's twelve minutes. 12 minute he's saying like the locker rooms that some schools have that are like right on the field that you can yeah. just go into at halftime. Yeah, we do have a beautiful locker room. Just they don't. Yeah, no, the, the locker room's great and like great. football has a longer <laughs> halftime. They can utilize it. Yeah. yeah, but do you guys think? Cause I I don't I know we don't have like that much time. I'm so I'm just <clears throat> we still have like 15 minutes, but we don't have like that much time. Um, if soccer continues to grow, so let's say a hundred years from now it reaches the level of Europe, right? Does anyone play high school anymore, or does it become a rec league? That's a good question. Um, well, it depends because in Europe, in Europe so I'm going to give you an example because I know so in Europe 
there are no high school athletics. None. Yeah. If you're playing at a younger age, like if you're not pro, you're not playing for your high school team, you're playing at an academy. Okay. Right. Tennis, soccer, any sport. So one thing I have to say about this, I played in Europe for a little stint, but it's not like American sports. Like American sports, basketball, you're going to college. You're D1. Football, D1, stuff like that. If you go D1 in soccer, it's almost like it's a a dying shot to your career, kind of. It really doesn't do much at all. And you're competing with professional players from other countries that didn't really make it, but they want that free American education. I wrote that because the hardest thing in the world. So sorry, X. This is okay. This is is, usually we go question for question. Because because he's would know this, I wrote that because I was a decent soccer player. The chances of going D one are. I was going to ask, are they still almost impossible? Impossible because ninety percent of rosters. Are foreign players. It's like can pretty I, much about Can I say something yeah. on this? My friend, Philip Falcon, was Jesuit's goalie for the last four years. He was, like we said, the best league. MLS Next, MVP. So he was the best goalie coming out. He went to Penn. He's at Penn right now. He's sitting behind, a, I think he's a 24-year-old Swedish guy. Yeah, I mean, because even, that guy, yeah. he was he's a great goalie, but he wasn't good enough to make it in a Swedish pro league. So yeah. he came over here, Ivy League education, Duh. The whole division one. That's yeah. why. Okay, so here's my problem. Like X is look. By the way, I wish there was a camera in here because X is looking like <laughs> yeah, he's, it. yeah, yeah. It drives me crazy, and it's one. I love soccer. Clearly, yeah. It's one of the reasons I might not want to put my son because mm-hmm. daughters are different. Because it's you the, the total opposite. Girls soccer. Girls soccer in the U.S. They run yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, they run it. Where if you're a boy soccer player. You're not playing in college. Yeah. Like literally you're not unless, which like you said, it's not as good unless you send your kid away to an academy yep. for 15 years and then he might be able to play for like somewhere like Duke. Right? Yeah. But that's his life. Yep. It's the complete opposite of football. It's impossible to play D1. And I can't, I didn't realize that until I was like a sophomore because someone's like, oh, you're going to play college soccer. And I was like, I'd love to. And then I started like – because – no one was recruiting, not only me, but no one on my team. And then I would like search out for other coaches yeah, and send them search. like tapes. And you have to go to them. They don't come to you. They don't come to you at all. Yeah, that's no. so the, it's the same. Yeah, that's like, the biggest I, thing about soccer. I mean, like for me, like even now, like I'm still trying to like get recruited. Like I've talked to some colleges, but I've kind of pretty much like ruled out the D1 option. Like it's not gonna happen. So I'm trying to go to like D2, D3, but they do not come to you ever. No. Like that never happens. Nothing. Like you have to film you have to yourself. Make your, you have to film yourself. Yeah, what, you have yep. to make your own video. You have to send send it. your own emails and then follow up. And, yep, and do everything because okay. they're not they're if so it's they, just as frustrating. Yeah, because basically, even if you do that, you send all your stuff. The amount of times that I've sent out emails, never got a response back. No, or you just get the generic response back saying, "Yeah, we'd like to see you at our camp. Pay five hundred dollars yeah. so and you can come pay, play in front of that's us." That's something I want to talk about because X is here. You've gone to some camps, obviously. The thing about soccer camps is when you get there, there's like. It can be 600 kids, yeah, and you 700 never, kids. Yeah. You won't even talk or see yeah. some college coaches. It'll say these 20 colleges are going. You will not have any interaction yeah. with those coaches. Yeah. And they're looking at two, three guys there. Yeah, That's, the, the, hard, that's the hardest thing about any camps. It could be basketball, football, it's or crazy. soccer. You really have to promote yourself when you go to these camps because like, you don't want to make good plays out there and they don't know your name. Yep. Yeah. That that's that's always been the toughest part of, part about camp season. 
But that's crazy. Soccer recruit is like rarely, yeah, and rarely, rarely and, and back to oh, it's hard. Back to going D one. Marcelo Valbuena won like six awards: player of the state, player of the county, everything. UT, UT, Division two, Division yeah. two. Huh? And he and he, he didn't, was Gatorade player. Right, I don't Gatorade want, player of the year in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. And D2. he didn't start until this year, yep. his junior year. Even even yeah, even he last year at D two college, D two yeah, University of Tampa. That is nuts, yeah. bro. It's crazy. What? That's crazy. It Dylan Dylan Dana last year went he went D one I think the first in TC soccer history right to go D one I'm pretty sure something like that. I said I don't. Oh uh, yeah, don't but know. so he he hasn't. I don't even think he's played a minute yet. No, he hasn't. He hasn't played a yeah. single minute yet because well, he's behind like twenty six. The kid I was talking about from like so South America. Remember I said earlier twenty five goals is like impressive. The kid I was talking about a thirty five goal season. Drew Buckley. Mm-hmm. He was the best high school soccer player I have seen. I didn't see your guy. I'm just talking about me. Yeah. D two. Yep. There's really not much you can do. It's just, it's really just a hard situation. Because even if you do go D1, like you said, you get there and then you're stuck fourth place behind. I would look at rosters. Three other dudes I would like go. Google rosters because I'd get frustrated. Yeah. And it would be like England, 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 Spain, Spain, Venezuela, Brazil, yeah. Brazil, Brazil, Portugal, yeah, and then North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> it would yeah. be like, it's like one American. One dude American. On this team. Yeah. And, it, and then even him's like, even that guy would be like, Six three, you know, just <laughs> yeah. ball best high school player in the state in the state. Sorry, best uh, soccer player in the state. Yeah, it's it's a whole different world. They also it make it is, harder. Yeah. I think it's I think it's called G eight or something. There's this rule where you have to spend the same amount of money on boys sports in college that you do girls. Yeah, boys football takes up a lot of money. Yeah, oh, there's a lot more boys sports that you play. A lot of schools don't have boys soccer at all. That's why UF doesn't. FSU doesn't. FSU doesn't. UF uh, doesn't have boys soccer. No, nope. they got club, but nobody wants to play club. The only D one soccer that. teams in Florida are what FAU, USF, FIU. FGCU, FIU. Yeah, that's it. That's crazy. Yep, Most and that's schools. no SEC team. No SEC school has a soccer team. One, but they don't one. even play in. There's no SEC conference so, for soccer. So not yeah. even not even just Florida. The whole conference doesn't even have a, a soccer team. One does. Kentucky like, does, but they yeah, play in like Kentucky. the MAC East or something. Yeah. So Georgia, Georgia, Alabama. Auburn. So the soccer money to make it equal with the girls is going towards bigger sports. Yeah, like basketball. They football. completely wiped. And that's also players. that's not even that's just that's not that's even that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Bro. It's not even just not having teams. That means when they try to give out money for scholarships, they don't have that's, any. There's not any money. There's no money. It's going to the yeah. It's going to keep the program the alive. So even if even if you get an offer, Dang. let's say let's say you get an offer, you're paying for most of it. They okay. don't. There's. I don't even. I don't even think full scholarship offers are those a thing. When no, I yeah. was <laughs> so this was a. I graduated eleven years ago. Full scholarships were not possible. The they, most you could do was half. And the yeah. other half with your, you had to have a 4.0. Yeah. They are now, but like Jones was saying, there's not a lot of money in yeah. scholarships at all. And the money that they are giving to scholarships, they're not going to give it to a kid from America. They'll give it they're to giving it to a Europe. kid that's coming from the slums of like Brazil Columbia, or Colombia. Yeah. As long as you want. Well, that's just crazy. Yeah. I'm still talking. Okay. UConn has a, a soccer program. UConn? Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, what, what, what D1 school do y'all know that has? Um, like? Duke. Big Ten. Yeah, okay, Big, Big Ten. Duke. Big Ten is all. So ACC. Ohio State? Yeah. All the ACC no, teams. Well, no, no, because Florida State doesn't. That's a bad word. Duke does. Ohio State. Clemson. Um, Prep Penn State. Okay, so let's say, you, well, let's say you you were to get an offer. What do y'all was going to uh, get an offer from Ohio State right now? Right. You, you commit pay. or you don't get it. 
Yeah. You much. commit or you don't get like, commit on like you know, you know how you posted like however many 25 offers or whatever, yeah. right? You'll never see a soccer edit. <laughs> never you'll happens. never you'll never <laughs> see a you'll never a see a top three. It's yeah. the coach talks to you, you tell him that you would commit, he sends you an offer, you have like a day to a week. Yeah. And if you don't accept that, offer's gone. Someone else. And there's no you never see that's why you never see like the media day thing. You know how like football players they get to go on these visits and they get to put the uniforms on, take all these pictures. That is just not a thing in soccer. I mean, if you go on you on Instagram, you will never see someone like wearing Duke's uniform unless they're committed there. Once you commit, you can there. go. Or yeah. if you go on a trip, it's yeah. basically you're going to commit to us or you're not going to hear from us again. If yeah. you guys... So, that is you, nuts. So no. clearly Division One's a pipe dream. Almost Division One soccer is pretty much NFL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so soccer. the chances of him... Sorry, the chances of X going to the NFL are maybe, maybe better and you guys receiving a scholarship <laughs> to a Division One school, but the craziest thing is Division One is actually seen as, like you said, if we want. But get then it's to, bad. If we yeah. want to get to look like Europe, yeah, it's not even close. The <laughs> best players don't go to Division One. The yeah. best players are like Santi Calzada from Tim Prep two yeah. years ago. That's why Germany. Yeah, he. That's a great thing to bring up. He, that kid from Tim Prep, he was committed to Michigan to play soccer. Okay, and he chose the German third division. Over playing D1 soccer at Michigan. That's the difference right there. If D1's like that in soccer, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's yeah. the thing right there because you can move up the ranks. And, and that that's the angle for yeah. any soccer player ending up in Europe. That's where the money is. That's where the fame is. The that's where the big contracts yep. are. Right. So I ask this to every single uh, gr- group of sports that come in. So far, most of them say yes. Is soccer a year-round sport? Like if you want to play at the club level, which we talked about earlier of how competitive that is, can you go play tennis or lacrosse in the spring? Or you're talking like this is a year round sport. I might be able to take Fourth of July week off, Christmas week off, barely because yeah, you guys have look, tournaments. Good luck staying on a top team in club yeah, if you want to play something else. You good can't luck. even. You can't even go on vacation. Really, I don't think I. Last year, I had to. My family went on vacation, and I had to stay. So because I can play soccer. soccer. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you never get to leave really. Even during the summer when you think you have like a break because the season's over, they have those summer trainings and they, there's times where they say these summer trainings are optional, but, but they're, they're not. not. <laughs> because if you miss them, you're not going to be there. By the time fall comes around, you're not even on their roster of people they're looking at. But then we can't even go close to Europe. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's wild how it's just going on. Well, that's why the United States doesn't do anything. Like, because if you got the well, we they do this, they do the MLS all stars versus usually it's like Real Madrid, but it's all Real Madrid's backups, and Real Madrid beats them like 6 0. Okay, so the one thing you might know some of these names Christian Pulisic, he's like USA guy, USA grew up in Germany. Yeah, um, Gino Reyna, another USA guy, grew up in Germany. Bullenon, he grew up in England. Yeah, none of the guys something. that are the top of the USA actually are from that. the USA anymore. Yeah, that just doesn't happen. It's the dual citizenship. I mean, half the USA players have like British accents. Yeah, <laughs> like because they grew up there. Uh, well, it's An- Anthony, Anthony Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. You you listen to that dude talk, you think he's from England. You he would was, not think any different. He was born there, raised there, born there but raised his there. dad or something was from America, so yeah. he can play for the U.S. He, um, what's the guy? Balogun? Yeah. That guy, he played for England all throughout his youth career, and then 
he switched over to USA. So the reason I think English the USA game. won't reach Europe yet is because our best players are their hand-me-downs. The, yeah. These guys that we're again weren't going to make the German team, weren't going to make the English team. Yeah, but they would start in the US. My team. thought process and why we can't catch Europe is because Americans can't grasp their heads around. So let's use Messi because everyone knows Messi. Messi grows up in Argentina and at 10 years old, oh. Barcelona plucks him out of his little town. Well, not little from Buenos Aires, but plucks <laughs> yeah. him out of the capital city, yeah. brings him to a club. Yeah. And he is now playing soccer. What? I don't want to exaggerate. Eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. not learning anything. Yeah. He's not doing anything. He's playing soccer and he's not seeing his family. Yeah. And I don't think Americans can grasp that. No. So Carter Knox just did something kind of similar to that. Yeah. At 17 years old. Would, and I don't want to just speak about Carter, just would any American parent let that happen to his, not their 17 year old son, but their seven year old son with no future money promises? It's just yeah. like, oh, like, and I think that's the, that's the good thing that about sound, America. That sounds like one so of the biggest games. I can actually yeah. it is a gamble. I actually have first hand experience with this. Okay. So when I was in England, I had to come home with COVID, whatever. But they're t- talking to us and they're like, So the commitment that you're gonna have to make is we could take you into I was at Bournemouth and they were like, We can take you in, but any given week we could drop you. You're back on the street. You're going back to America, you're gonna find somewhere else to go play. But it's any given week. That's why there's no security behind it. Yeah. If you go to IMG, you can get dropped to a lower team. Yeah. What I'm saying is that the people in these other nations, like Venezuela, that is their they life. can risk it. That's their life. That's yeah. their life. Because it's That's like, life, oh, yeah. well, what are they? If they're at this academy, they have shelter, right. food, yeah. relatively That's, an education. Yeah. Whereas an American, why the why in the world would I send my kid? To the middle of Germany on a, not even Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. some random team to be in their academy oh, yeah. for twelve hours a day. Gone. I'll never see you again. Yep. I think that's the quote unquote problem with American soccer, and that's why we'll never catch them because yeah. their dedication is so beyond ours to that particular sport. That I, I think it's like that for yeah. a lot of countries, like even Canada. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a lifeline for them. Yeah. Like those families in where you want to talk South America or Europe. Like sending their kids away, like that's their lifeline. That's, that it's benefits not, the kid. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's like that's why that just doesn't happen in the U.S. because families don't see it that way. They're not like, I know. oh, I need their. This is my the kid's gonna he's gonna bring back all this stuff for our family. Like he's gonna be great. Like they don't do that here. It so, would be borderline. I hate to use. I hate to be this extreme, but it'd be borderline like a hundred years ago. My great grandfather got sent here. By himself and it from Sicily. It's like, hey, you're gonna work and you're gonna send back money. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how extreme these people take soccer. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not ridiculous. It's not ridiculous to say. Yeah. 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 All right. Listen, we're running out of time. So I'm gonna ask you just fun questions. Gotcha. All right. We're gonna Sweet. we're gonna fly through them. I actually got you little pieces of paper just in case I go too fast. All right. And then you can like you'll you'll you I already know your answer, Scary. Mm-hmm. All right. Hardest position to play in high school. Well, first of all, what's the hardest position in soccer? Goalie. Yeah, probably that's what goalie. I said. Okay. Hardest position in high school sports. I have an alphabetical order, so not the order I think. Baseball pitcher, lacrosse goalie, point guard, quarterback, soccer goalie. That's your order? No, that's the alphabetical, oh, alphabetical order. order. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, here we go. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get this out of the way. X, go ahead. What this do you is the hardest position. This is bias, but I don't care. Um, number one, I'm going court quarterback. Do we all agree? I I have it tied with baseball pitcher. What about you, Trent? I would say QB. Is, Gary is actually the top. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably say QB. I think so too. Yeah. Number two, I'm saying soccer goalie. What do you guys? That, I would actually say it's fair. I would. That's, I guess baseball pitcher. There's like six of you. There's okay. seven. That's true. If, if you're not if you're not playing well, someone can swap you. Yeah. It, you can be and, having a bad day. And there's only three. And, and for some teams, there's only three pitchers a game. Right. So yeah. if and you're, having, you're, not, if you're not playing well, you're out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Third. Um, third, third, I'm going to go point guard. I'll say, I'll say I'm going point guard because it depends on what type of point guard you are. If you're Chris Paul, it'll be hard. If you're Stephen Curry or Damian Lillard, mm, it's not really too crazy. You don't have to worry about too much, but putting the ball in the hole. Yeah. That's fair. And then what do you got? And then pitcher. And then pitcher. And then, and then the cross goalie lost. Yeah, lacrosse. Yeah, lacrosse. I mean, you're, you're covering the whole you're goal. Kinda, yeah, you're kind of. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're really padded up. If you put, you're padded if up. You put, the whole if hole. you put, if you put Eddie in there, I don't think anyone's scoring. Who, who, no, wasn't Eli our lacrosse? Eli. Last it was year. Gabe. Gabe. Remember Gabe? I do. Yeah, remember. I remember he Gabe. was actually really good. He was like, yeah, really good. Yeah. All right. They had Eli running around there. Next thing, it's on that piece of paper. Most condition, you're the best shape. Easy. Soccer. Answer. It's Ooh, soccer. 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, soccer. it's not even soccer. close. Soccer. No debate on that. It's soccer. Soccer. Okay. Yeah. Second place. Um, Basketball. Wait, wait. Just for the audience, I forgot. I'm talking on <laughs> the microphone. There's soccer, football, baseball, basketball, lacrosse. Do we all agree baseball's last? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Okay, percent. Baseball's last. Hundred percent. Sometimes they pull their muscles running the first. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Conditioning. Just conditioning. conditioning. Yeah, baseball is definitely last. What? You see, like, the biggest dudes walking up to the mound at the time. Yeah. I have football second to last. No. Yeah. I would I would actually, no. I would put that. Mm. I'd put you said what? I have I'll football, football second to last. I'll put football above lax. I mean, if no, you're a midi in lacrosse, you know much running you're doing? Yeah. And you have to be Not strong because they're hitting you. But lacrosse is running that whole field, too. Yeah. And they're hitting you. They're hitting you with that stick. Yeah. And you got to keep your head football, on a swivel football, so you don't you get have, hit. You're catching there's the play so you can rest a little. I mean, I know there's not that much rest, but when the play you ends, will. you get a breath. And when you you're in the cross, you're kind of... And you're off for 30. Yeah, exactly. The cross, you're running all the... And you got to hit people. Yeah, actually so, wrong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about football, that, bro. <laughs> so, I, so think, I think for football, it just depends on what business you play. But like for the most part, okay. I, so I'll, get, I'll get football for Basketball, are we putting that two or three? I would put that two. I would say basketball It's straight sprints. And then soccer... You're running about I mean, seven state, miles. Not even straight, so it's just constant running. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's Soccer, you're running. even yeah. moving. If you're not as a, like a fast player, like I was not a fast player, you want to almost, you're almost jogging before the play even happens because mm-hmm. you're just predicting where the ball's going to go. You can't walk you're in not soccer. Walking, unless you're it, messy. It, like, yeah, exactly. Unless you're messy. But I mean, it, even if you're walking, like a coach, no coach is going to like a soccer player that walks. No. If you're walking on the field, you're getting taken off the field. All right. So, like, soccer, you're in the best shape. Yeah. Favorite sure. club in the world? Favorite club? My man, I like Liverpool. Manchester United. Right. I'm a Chelsea fan, which kind of sucks. Right We're now. very England. Yeah. So English Premier League. Gary. Uh, <laughs> I only watch the World Cup. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Do you want to ever go to a game there, or Trent? Have you already gone? Yeah, I've already gone. I've also gone. Nice. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. It's completely different. It's yeah. It's like the best experience. That's okay. Going to a game in England is. English I was fans? in London like six months ago, and I tried to go to a Chelsea game, and I wasn't able to buy them. Yeah, so no, I wasn't part can't. of a club. Yeah, yeah. English fans. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna say it so now. Stupid. <laughs> English fans are better than American fans. You think yeah. so? 
Hands well, I know. So, X, hands, X, no, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can't. So if you want to go to the Bucks game this weekend, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, and I'm yeah. just going to go on StubHub. I'm going to buy the tickets. Yeah. You can't do that for an English game. You have to be a member of their club, and then no one sells the tickets. So, yeah. so X, they're actually so crazy. If you are a fan of the Bucks, oh, yeah. and you're in Miami for the weekend, yep. and you want to go to the Miami Dolphins versus Bucks game, I think it's like 3,000, 4,000 of you can go. And you all sit in one section yeah, with double security guards on both sides. Yeah. These people, it's their life. Yeah. They fight just because you like someone else. I think I saw a movie based on that. Like, I guess like the there was fans of these two, I guess Real Madrid versus like like a Chelsea or something like that. That yeah. big rivalry was based, based, basically based on them. And it was like it was like gangs. Like they would yeah. literally yeah. go oh, okay. and just yeah. Just, yeah. Just I got each other. I got something to add to that. Nice. I have firsthand experience of that because when I was in, so I've been to England twice for soccer. And when I went the first time, I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade, so I'm 11 years old. And I remember it was Chelsea versus Southampton FA Cup semifinal at Wembley. Wembley's huge, like 100,000. Yeah, 100,000. So we're there. I'm a Chelsea fan, so I wear my Chelsea jersey. Problem is, we're sitting in the Southampton end. They call That's them that. So I didn't, I didn't know that. So, but I'm thinking, okay, I'm a kid. Like nobody's really gonna care. So I'm going through, and we're going through security, and I get stopped by the security guard. It's this woman and she's like, she was like, you can't wear that. And I was like, what? She's like, you can't wear that because the fans will like start harassing you. And I'm thinking, I'm 11 years old. Like you're going to harass a kid, but that's, that's what happens. I mean, they take that seriously. It doesn't how, matter how old you are, how small you are. Like if you are in the wrong section with the wrong colors on, like it's dangerous. I was listening to a Matt Damon interview where he was like, what's the craziest sports thing you ever want to do? And he was, his wife's Argentinian. Oh, oh you do not want to, you cannot no. go. And he Don't asked go to a game his father-in-law, he asked his father-in-law if he could go to a game. Yeah. And the father-in-law said, yes, but no women and children. No. Yeah. That's not the type of thing you go <laughs> yeah. yeah, Those people, there's no like, women and children. It, they're actual gangs yeah there'll yeah. be shootings in front of the stadiums and yeah. you won't you won't hear about it because it's more normal but they're taking you can bring flares in the stadium yeah and they're shooting flares well, at they're the other cage fans. off the yeah. what you they, you're yeah. actually you're, not, you're actually in X, they cage you're in a cage yeah and then you leave first and it gives you the away team about an hour to leave because mm -hmm. when the game ended matt damon was like can i leave now and the father's like no we have to wait until they're out of the city yeah. yeah, they get on buses and they drive out. City. That's they not get the, them all, all yeah. on buses. They're like funneled out yeah. onto buses, and you have to leave, or else there'll be. You don't go to a, bro, in Argentina. You do not go to games for fun. No, like that's bro, not a thing you do. It is that's life just, and death. That, yeah. that is Black Air Force energy to the max. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. All right, we're powering through. Does your favorite club? And yeah. let me finish the whole thing. Does your favorite club define who you are as a person? And my example is, if someone were to come up to me and be like, "I'm a Jets fan." I can pretty much sum. You just laughed. Yeah. Jonas just laughed. Yeah. I can pretty much sum up everything I need to know about you. Is that kind of like soccer? If you're like, oh, I'm a Tottenham fan compared to a Chelsea fan. Liverpool. Yeah. The Scousers. Yeah. You're a whole different breed. Yeah. I'm only a fan because my roommate was a fan. Well, I don't no, really no, I know, but they speak differently. They act yeah. differently. It's like a whole different world. Yeah. Greatest song in the world. You'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. Yeah, yeah, I would sing it now. We don't hey, have time. Y'all know what I'm about to know. I'm, go, I'm about to go home and play some FIFA now. I just bought oh, it on my great. PS5 yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. If you had one what? player in the world, the whole world right now to come play for TC Soccer, who would it be? Jude Bellingham. <laughs> That's a great answer. Jude Bellingham or Vinicius Jr.? I had um, Holland on Man City. Yeah, true. Oh, we that could would be a striker. A, Holland would be great because I was watching him score 60 I was, goals. I don't know if he's I said just, that right. He's just a goal guy. He had 57 goals in the Premier League. Yes. 
If he came and played TC soccer, like genuinely, he would score 150 goals. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not even exaggerating. Hey, he's, like, he's a 6'5". They call him a robot. He's a Viking. Like he looks like yeah, a Viking. He's Swedish, the hair up, everything. Yeah. He, he looks like Look a up a picture of Holland. Yeah, look up early He, he looks uh, like a type of dude that would like pillage a village. Holland. Holland. Let's do Holland. All right. Yeah. Power and through. Is Messi the greatest of all time? Yes. No. Yes. Who is it? Who is Jonas? I'm Portuguese. I have to say Ronaldo. Yeah, it's like, it's like a religion thing. Um, who's the greatest soccer team of all time? Mine is a 2010-11 Barcelona team. Are oh, we going years? Years. Like a specific year? 15-16 Real Madrid. I could say that, but I mean that the 2011-2012 Barcelona team is just insane. 15-16. But okay. It's close. That's close. I was in Barcelona when Messi, Suarez, and Neymar won the, the well, when they won the Champions League. Holland. Yeah, they found Holland. <laughs> it's not pretty. I was in Barcelona when they won the Champions League, like in the city. Yeah, I got borderline scared because I was, but I was in the home city, so I was like safe. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you plan on catching any World Cup games when they come here? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Want to come here? Yes. Yeah. Twenty twenty six. Oh yes. Yep. Well, we'll be in, I'll be in Louisville by then, but damn. I'm going. I don't care. Yeah, I'm going. Cost. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be crazy, but. I'm assuming you're Team USA, but are you also Team. This guy. I'm not Team USA. Like, I mean, I'm, I am. I'm, but I'm going for USA, but I want Italy to also. I'm more Portugal than I am. I've always been more Portugal than I am. Okay. USA. Trent? I'm USA, but I don't know. I resonate with France. Okay. I'm French. Gary? Dominican Republic doesn't have a soccer team. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> the DL. Any team you resonate with? If Jamaica had a soccer team. <laughs> All right. Y'all right. do. Y'all do. Oh, we do? The, oh, yeah. the, the women, women Jamaican, Jamaican women are really I'm, good, actually. Final oh one. God, they are nice. <laughs> final one. <laughs> final one. <laughs> final one. Easy question. Expectations for this season. Where do you see us going? And yes, I mean literally how far do you see us going? Do we win districts? What happens? Don't win districts. I think <laughs> yeah, I think we make it 100% make it to playoffs. Yep. But for being realistic, I'm not sure if we make it past the first round of playoffs. I don't want to be a hater, but we're not getting through our district as the winners. We'll make it on to the next round. That, yeah. But then we make regionals. Yes, we'll be in regionals, regionals but, but we'll probably be a lower seed. Yeah. And then it'll it'll be an uphill battle. Yeah. An uphill battle Ethan sure. Shane will have the game of his life. Hopefully he needs to, and Hopefully. we'll advance. I yeah. need to have the game of my life. If you all right, hours. we're gonna don't worry, ignore that. We're all gonna be great. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, thank you, soccer. I'm Xavier. I'm Jonas. I'm Fred. That's it. Thank you, guys.